राम श्री राम राम जय राम राम श्री राम राम जय राम राम श्री राम राम जय राम राम श्री राम राम नवराजा दशरथ वॉज लमेंटिंग ही वॉज क्राइंग ही वॉज इन एगनी ही वॉज मिसिंग राम जी ही कुड नॉट लिव विदाउट राम जी एंड ही सेड इट इज ऑल माई फॉल्ट दे कर्स्ट मी दे कर्स्ट मी दे कर्स्ट मी कौशल्य आस वॉट आर यू टॉकिंग अबाउट he said once when i was young i had gone hunting and when i went hunting i heard at a distance that somebody was taking water from the river i thought it was an animal drinking water and i shot without seeing i know it is my mistake and this arrow went straight and hit but it was not an animal it was a boy his name was shravan kumar he shouted ah and he fell down there was so much blood all around him I ran to him and I apologized. I tried to save him, but it was too late. He said, "I, I have parents. My parents are very old. They are blind. They cannot see. I, I, I take care of them. I carry them around, you know. And now, who will take care of my parents? They were so thirsty. I had come to get some water for them. Can you please help me, O King? Can you please give some water to my parents?" saying this shravan kumar passed away raja dashrath's hands started trembling he said i was so scared i was so sad what had i done i went to his parents they could not see and they thought it was shravan kumar they said shravan kumar why did it take so long have you come did you get us some water i was quiet i did not have the courage to open my mouth i went near them and i gave them the water and they touched my hand and they saw that it was nor their son they asked who is this where is our son what have you done and i told them that the son is no more at that very moment they cursed me they said just like we will suffer and we will be in agony without our son you will also suffer you will also miss your children you will have none of your children with you when you take your last breath this is our curse raja dashrath this is our curse they curse me kaushalya that is why my ram and lakshman went away see even bharat and shatrughan are not here they are not here nobody is here i cannot live without ram 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 he started shouting and with this he took his last breath raja dashrath was no more Koshalya, Sumitra, and Maakeke became quiet, as if there was so much of grief. There was silence, pin drop. The great king Raja Dashrath had died. Guru Vasisht came. He saw everybody crying and weeping. The entire Ayodhya was sobbing. They were sad. Just imagine how could this happen? One day before, a day before, they were celebrating and decorating because they knew that Ram will become a king. And look at it now. Ram had to go to the jungle for fourteen years. Lakshman's not there, and their king had died. Just in twenty-four hours, everything changed. Ayodhya was so, so, so gloomy. Everything was so, so, so dark. Guru Vasisht immediately called two soldiers. 
they were the fastest riders you know they could ride with the speed of light they said go directly go 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 and call bharat and shatrugan from their grandfather's house tell them that it is an emergency guru vashisht is calling you back but please don't tell them what happened in ayodhya don't tell them that ram ji has gone to the jungle don't tell them that raja dashrath is no more bharat has a very soft heart he would not be able to take it i will tell him when he comes back just go and tell them that they have been summoned immediately go with this the two two soldiers rode with the speed of light towards <coughs> bharat's grandfather's house and over here Raja Vashisht calmed everybody down. He said, wait, we have to be patient. We have to be strong. And at that time, he was riding. The riders were riding as fast as they could. They went over mountains. They were literally flying. They went over rivers. And finally, they reached their Kekaya. And then they said, Bharat, Bharat ji, Prince Bharat, Prince Satchatrugan, let's go. We have to go back immediately. Bharat was waiting at the door he knew his heart was not all right he was having horrible dreams for so many days he felt as if something was very wrong he said i was waiting for somebody to come and call me back to ayodhya tell me what has happened is everything all right the rider said please raja bharat uh, prince bharat don't ask anything just go at that time when bharat and shatrugan were about to go back their grandfather wanted to give a lot of things he gave chariots and chariots and chariots full of things and jewelries and food and clothes but bharat and shatrugan said riders you be with all the goods we cannot wait we have been called and we have to reach as fast as possible so they left the carriages and everything the chariots and everything the carts and everything they just rode on their own directly to ayodhya and bharat and shatrugan were faster than the fastest of riders they just wanted to reach ayodhya they had a feeling that something was amiss bharat could not wait to see ram again but did he know that he would not get to meet ram ji he would not get to meet raja dashrath he would not see the happy ayodhya that he had left but yet he rode and shatrugan rode and finally they reached ayodhya when they reached ayodhya what did they see nobody wanted to look at bharat everybody was frowning there was a gloom there was sadness bharat could feel that agony in his own heart people would turn around when bharat came he looked at everybody he said what is wrong why are all the lights off why is my ayodhya looking so dead why are the birds not chirping Why 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 are the flowers not blooming what is wrong everybody closed their doors everybody was upset with bharat they felt that it is because of bharat that their dear ram was exiled they felt it was the conspiracy of bharat and his mother together nobody wanted to look at them and seeing all this bharat reached the kingdom when he reached the kingdom when he reached the palace what did he see he saw darkness everywhere there was no light anywhere 
There was silence. As if it was a ghost palace where ghosts lived. But then he turned right and what did he see? The only, only, only place which was lit and bright was his mother's chamber. Where Ma KK lived. And on the door was standing Mantara, the hunchback. She was dressed up as if it was a wedding. She was smiling and she had a tray and filled with beautiful sweets and lovely yummy sweets and a diya and she did aarti and she called KK, come, come, come. Dear Bharat is here. We have to give him the good news. Shatrugan, come. Bharat came in and he saw his mother. She was dressed up in red and she was looking beautiful. And she pulled Bharat in. Come my son, come. I have been waiting for you. Bharat asked, Mother, what's wrong? What is wrong with everybody? Why isn't anybody looking at me? Why is there darkness all around? I can feel some misery in my heart. Is everything okay, Mother? What is wrong? Where is Ram Bhaiya? Where is Pitaji? Where is Dashrat Maharaj? Where is Ma Kaushalya? How come nobody came to greet us? Oh, Bharat, so many questions, said Ma Kekai. Just come and sit. I will tell you what I have done. I have made life so beautiful for you. You are going to thank your mother. Life beautiful for me? I will thank my mother. What are you talking about, mother? Oh, do you know what I did? I made you king. Huh? You made me king? Uh, What do you mean you made me king? My father is the king and after that my brother Sri Ram will become the king. I am just the servant of Sri Ram. Oh, no, no, no. Mantara was my best friend. She guided me and because of her... I have taken Ram out of your way. Don't worry, Bharat. You are going to rule. I sent Ram for 14 years into the jungle and you will become king. And this Raja Dashrath, you do not worry about. He is no more. Huh? Bharat said, what? What kind of a woman are you, mother? I don't even want to call you mother. What have you done? Mantra Shatrugan could not take it. He pulled Mantra, he dragged her and he threw her out of the palace. Never to come back. And Bharat said, from now on, there is no relationship between you and me. How could you even think that I wanted the throne? What have you done? You have ruined everything. All I wanted was to serve my brother. My Sri Ram, you have taken away my father and my brother from me. What had I done to have a mother like you? Oh my God, oh my God. From now on, I never want to see you again. Go away, never come close to me. Saying this, Bharat and Shadrugan ran, ran to Makoshalya and they fell at Makoshalya's feet. And Bharat said, I had nothing to do with it, Ma. I had nothing to do with it. I I did not plan it. It was her. Please don't take me to be wrong. Please don't blame me. Ma Kaushalya being Ma Kaushalya. How could she even blame anybody? She was not even blaming KK. She picked up Bharat. And Bharat looked exactly like Ramji. Shatrugan looked exactly like Lakshman. She hugged Bharat. She hugged Shatrugan. 
she felt as if her ram had come back she said i am not blaming anybody who is there to blame it is all written it is all as per destiny there is nobody to blame nobody to hate it is okay bharat you also leave hatred from your heart no i cannot forgive her ever what has she done i don't want to become king guru vashisht i cannot become the king please guru vashisht said calm down bharat calm down we have to do the final rites for your father first and after that ayodhya needs a king no it is not possible for me to become the king i don't want to become the king please please saying this bharat ran he ran he did not know where to go he weeped and he cried he called out ram bhaiya please come back you always help me you always guide me why did you leave me what has happened why 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 oh devas could you not see our happiness could you not see our joy why have you done this to us with a heavy heart he did all the rituals for his father and then the court was called everybody was called in and all insisted that somebody has to take the throne otherwise the enemies would attack a kingdom cannot remain without a king but bharat refused he said not a chance this throne belongs to my father and after that my brother ram i will not sit on the throne guru vashisht guru vashisht is it not possible for us to go and get ram ji back he'll come you know what i will tell him see one of the child had to be exiled right so you go and rule ayodhya and i will stay in the jungle please 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 we'll try and convince ram bhaiya to come back guru vashisht please agree to this don't force me to sit on the throne oh my god what has happened so much so much of pain in my heart guru vashisht said if this is what you want bharat i will agree but remember hon har bhavi prabal bilaki kahe muninath hani labh ji van maran yash apyash vidihat o bharat nobody is to be blamed it is all destiny it is all written it is all as per vidhi and vidhan the six things is in nobody's hand name and the fame fame and the fame nobody's hands life and death nobody's hands and loss and gain is in nobody's hands nobody can be blamed but i agree with you bharat let's go we will all go to get ram back we will try to get our ram back we will try they gathered all the water which has been called from various places it had been called from various places they gathered all the things that was needed things that were needed for coronation they gathered everything in fact nobody wanted to stay behind everybody wanted to go and meet ram 
Everybody, everybody wanted to go. Children and the women, the old and the young. But Bharat said, is it everybody has to come? Somebody has to guard Ayodhya also. Then some of the ministers said, okay, we will stand guard. Some of the people stand, stood behind and they said, okay, we'll guard Ayodhya till you and Ram comes back. Come back. And then Bharat went. The procession started. Can you believe? Ayodhya had only a few people left. Everybody just wanted to be with Ram. They said, where there is Ram, there is Ayodhya. Without Ram, there is no Ayodhya. Do you know what is the meaning of Ayodhya? Where there is no fighting. Yes, when there is no negativity. And when God is there, there is no negativity, right? So they all decided to go and get their God back, get their Ram back, get their king back. And everybody started going. Now Bharat, firstly he said, how did my brother go? Did he go on the chariot? At that, Sumantra said, no, they had no shoes on their legs. They walked bare feet. And it was very difficult. It was very hot. They did not get on the chariot also. So Bharat said, I will also walk. And when Bharat decided to walk, Shatrugan also walked. And when Shatrugan decided to walk, everybody else decided to walk. So nobody was sitting on the carts. Nobody was sitting on the chariots. The old and the young alike were walking bare feet behind Bharat. Where were they going? To meet Sri Ram. And everybody was getting tired because the journey was not easy. It was very difficult to walk. Bharat had tears in his eyes. His eyes never dried. They kept, the tears kept pouring and they kept walking. At that, Makoshalya looked at all her citizens and she realized that no, this is not right. Just because Bharat is walking, everybody is following. She went up to Bharat and said, listen Bharat, I understand you do not want to sit on the chariot because your brother did not sit on the chariot. But look at, look behind, look behind. All the old and the young alike are walking bare feet behind you. It is sunny. The pebbles, the thorns are piercing their legs. Don't do this. Please get on the chariot. Please get on the chariot. Bharat looked back. He looked at Maa Kaushalya, Maa Sumitra. And he decided not to look at Ma Kekai because Ma Kekai was also feeling sad. She also wanted to get Ram back. She was feeling horrible about what she had done. But Bharat could not forgive her. He said, okay, Ma. And you know what he did? He went to the back. He went behind everybody so that nobody could see him walking. Yet, he kept walking. So now the army was entirely with them. There were elephants and chariots. There were so many people as if an entire battalion was coming. And from a distance, who saw all this? It was who? The Nishad. Yes, Nishadraj. Nishadraj and the Kevat saw everything. And Nishadraj was like, Oh, so now Bharat is coming. He is not happy exiling Sri Ram. He wants to destroy Sri Ram so that his path is all clear. That is why he is bringing the entire army. He is bringing so many people. Oh, but listen. 
He is not going to be able to cross the river till I am alive. We might not be strong. We might not be many. We might be less in number. But we are going to fight till our last breath will not let that brutal Bharat cross. Saying this, Nishad said, sink all the ships. Sink all the boats. They went quickly and they sank all the boats so that there would be no boats for them to cross over. Gather your weapons. Make them sharp. We will attack. We will attack. We will destroy. We will fight <coughs> for Ram. There was silence. They were hiding. They wanted to fight. And they were very angry because they thought it was Bharat who was mean. They thought Bharat was evil. It was Bharat who just wanted to kill Ramji. Now he was not happy just taking the kingdom. They did not know it was not Bharat. But then Bharat kept going, kept going till he reached the place where Sri Ram had waited to rest. And Nishad came. The minute Nishad came, Sumantra was there and Sumantra said, This is Nishad Raj. This is Ramji's friend. The minute Sumantra Ji said, This is Nishad Raj. This is Ramji's friend. Bharat ran and hugged Nishad Raj. He touched Nishad Raj's feet. He said, You are my brother's friend. So you are just like my brother. Oh, I feel like I am touching the feet of my brother. I am so glad to meet you. You are so lucky that my brother made you his friend. I am sure my brother thinks so lowly about me. I am so horrible. And Bharat started weeping again. Shatrugan had tears in his eyes. All the mothers, all the people, all the citizens, the entire army, even the animals were weeping. Nishadraj thought in his mind that he was so wrong. He had judged Bharat wrongly. Bharat was not bad. Bharat did not want to destroy Ram. Nishadra joined his hands and said, I'm sorry, Bharatji. I thought you were evil. I thought you had come to destroy our beloved Sri Ram. That is why we were planning to have a battle with you. Drop all the weapons, everybody. Drop all the weapons. This is Ramji's brother. He does not want to harm Ramji. Come, come, Bharat, come. When Bharatji came, he said, So tell me, Nishadraj, where, where, did, where did my brother sleep? Where did my brother sleep? Uh, your brother slept here, here, on the, on the floor. There was kush grass and on that, under the tree. He ate only roots. There were no footwear on his feet. He had mated hair. He drank only water. He did not even come to our small little village. It was so... He did not even have a cloth to cover him while he was sleeping. And Masita slept next to him. Lakshmanji stood guard over there. Bharat's heart, the mother's heart, everybody's heart was bleeding. Ramji and Masita, who used to sleep on beds made of velvet, softest and softest of beds, had to sleep on the hardest and hardest of grounds.
they were so sad to see all this. And Bharat said, Can you please tell me, where else did my brother sit? Where else did my brother go? And everywhere that Ramji went, Bharat went and touched the floor and put the dust on his head. Wherever Ramji had sat, Bharat sat down, joined his hands and put the dust on his head. He just could not stop thinking about Sri Ram and the trouble that Sri Ram had to go through because of him. He wished that he was never born. Saying this, he said, could you please tell me, where, where, did you accompany my brother? Did you accompany my brother till where they went? Can you please take me? Nishadrat said, yes, yes, I will take you. Come. And the next day morning, all of them got up and they decided to cross the Ganga River. They sat down and Bharat kept asking and kept asking about what happened. And later when they crossed the river, Bharat said, please, all of you, don't insist on me not walking. I cannot. Bharat had also mated his hair. Bharat also decided to wear tattered clothes. Bharatji also decided to wear no shoes, no slippers, nothing. And so did Shatrugan. But then, do you know, there was a miracle that was unfolding. The miracle was that this hard surface which was piercing Sri Ram's feet, the thorns and the pebbles, which were making Masita's legs bleed, did not harm Bharat at all. As if Mother Earth had taken all the thorns and pebbles into her and only the softest and the silkiest of sand was left behind. And when Mar Sita and Sri Ram had crossed this path. It was sunny. Their skin started burning. Maskita's skin was so tender that it was burning because of the sun. But when Bharat was crossing, the clouds had ma- made a canopy. They covered the sun. The sun decided not to shine so bright. It was nice. As if wherever Bharaji went, the clouds were like his umbrella. Mother Earth had become soft like velvet. The sun has become so, so, so tender. It was mildly warm and it was not sunny. The clouds were covering Bharat from the top so that not a single ray of sun could touch his tender skin. Can you imagine the same earth, the same sun, the same clouds who was staunch with Sri Ram were so tender with Bharat? Do you know why? Because Sri Ram said, My devotee, my beloved, the people who love me can never, never face any hardship. I will make sure that all their hardships are taken by me. So when he was walking the path, Ramji took the extra prick for Bharat so that Bharat did not have to face and get pricked by any thorn or any pebble. He took the extra heat from the sun so that Bharat could be shaded by the clouds. He took all the pain of the journey onto himself so that his Bharat 
his dear bharat his dear shatrughan his dear citizens his dear mothers need not feel any pain at all such is the love of god ram ji knew that bharat would definitely come it is not possible that his dear beloved brother would not come to meet him and he made sure he told ma mother earth oh mother earth when ram ji was going he said bhudevi listen let not a single thorn pierce my brother's feet when he crosses oh sun let not your rays burn my brother's skin when he passes please oh please dear clouds protect them and shield them from the harsh sun and whenever there was no water he said please oh fountains they will be coming i know you have not given us any water but make sure that there are fountains and fountains of water everywhere for them all the hardships were taken by shri ram and ma sita so that bharat shatrughan and their beloved citizens could come with ease this is how god's heart is we feel that he is not taking care of us but he always is he loves us so much that he is willing to take our pain and hurt yet we do not understand 